Welcome to The Crystal Pain Show, where we help you embrace your life right where you are and give you practical steps to get where you want to go. Whether you are in your car, folding laundry, cooking, cleaning, or maybe even just enjoying a cup of coffee and a few minutes of quiet, we're so glad you're joining us today. Here's your host, wife, mom of six kids, foster mom, entrepreneur, and author, Crystal Payne. Welcome to another episode of the Crystal Payne Show. Today's topic, I feel like kind of connects with the episode that we did two weeks ago, which was about my 21 days of no sugar and what I learned from that challenge. But this is going to be about three unexpected life changes that don't involve giving up sugar for 21 days that I made over the summer and how they've really just made such a huge impact on my life and just shifted a lot of things and helped me to start a lot of new habits that I feel like are becoming things that I'm doing without even thinking about because I started this at the very beginning of the summer and we are almost to the end of July. So I've had two full months to walk this out, no pun intended, or maybe pun fully intended, which we'll talk about more. Um, And just, we're going to talk about what I learned from it. And then just some practical helps for if you are thinking of going into fall and maybe thinking, I want to make some changes. Uh, Fall tends to be for a lot of people kind of new year, new you 2.0, kind of back to school season is when we start thinking of maybe a different schedule or a different way to do things or a different routine or um, building better habits. And so I hope that this will inspire you with some ideas and inspiration for maybe changes that you could make in your life. But before we get to that, last time we alluded to the fact that, Jesse, you were getting on a plane right after the podcast Mm -hmm. that we recorded to go on a fishing trip. And you had quite the fun experience. It was. It was a blast. I'm so glad I was able to experience that with Silas. He wanted to go deep sea fishing for a long time. And he'd watch videos on end about it. And so when I gave him the opportunity, he jumped at it. So, uh, yeah, I went down with a friend of mine from Kansas and then his dad and ex-brother-in-law and his ex-brother-in-law's client. So they, they lived down in Texas and we flew to Dallas and then drove to Venice, Louisiana, which is on the tip of the, where the Mississippi uh, and where the Mississippi River goes in inland, the Delta regions, what they, what they call it. But uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. What would you say was one of your biggest highlights? Well, obviously spending with Silas. And getting to experience that and watching him and uh, pulling in the red snappers whenever we were able to catch them. We went out off of the rigs, um, probably about 7 to 15 miles offshore and probably in about two to 300 feet of water. That's what we were fishing in, Um, going mainly after red snapper, but boy... uh, we would get some big fish on the line and then there were a lot of sharks around there and you could tell they just snapped the line like it was butter. I mean, you'd be reeling and reeling in, you know, your lines bending, your back's hurting and all of a sudden it just go limp. And apparently the sharks have been a really big problem in the, over in that area with the, in the rigs. Cause they know there's fish to be had. So we did pull in, um, Probably about an 
pull in is not necessarily the right word. We got him to the boat, near the boat, probably about an eight-foot bull shark is what we think. Uh, took about an hour and four different guys doing it. Uh, finally got him pulled in. And then, um, but yeah, yeah, that was a tough one. Um, we think that we might have got a ray, um, that or another shark. He, Willie, who's uh, Kevin's dad, he, he had a really big fish on. And then all of a sudden, it just started going. And we think something got a hold of it and it did not stop. And he had 500, 500 yards of line on his on his rod gone in like nothing flat how did did he cut it or how did it finally got cut off okay and uh, a lot of times a shark will because the sharks swims with their 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 fins go sideways they'll just the abrasiveness of the shark's skin will cut the line and they won't even know they have a line on them all i could picture is i saw some of the videos but you guys working so hard and your line being like your pole being bent. And I could just picture someone just getting like catapulted back. Mm-hmm. Did that ever happen? Whenever you said it would just all of a sudden, it was Not like catapulted like, back. We were worried about people going forward though, into the water. But That's true. I was just thinking of when the line, if they would mm-hmm. cut the line and all of a sudden, you know, you're like yeah. working so hard and then boom. You know. Yeah. As we also got, um, there were times when we thought we had some snappers on Turns out they were sharks. So we actually pulled some sharks up. And then at that point, they were little three, maybe four foot little sharks. Um, we would just cut the line. and But yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. Well, Silas, he really enjoyed himself. And I love the fact that he was with much, much older men and no one even close to his age. I think you were yeah. the one that was closest to his age and he just had a great time. Although he did get very, very worn out. And mm-hmm. it was funny because he's the one who's doing sports and outside and so active all the time. And so for him to be completely wiped out, it just tells you being out in that yeah. hot sun. It was, it was so hot long. out there. And and it just gave me a testament to how spry kevin's dad is he's the one that led the trip and he goes on this trip i think this was his sixth time this year and he had a few more trips to do before the end of the season and he's between 75 and 80 i think and yeah he was just he's a workhorse uh giving me a new appreciation for me he, he would take the time to teach silas different things and like how to string hooks and how to get weights and string the weights on so that they don't get untied. And um, so it was a, a very educational as well. We also just got home last night, late last night from a trip to Branson, Missouri. It was the one request that our kids had. We, when we sat them down at the beginning of the summer, if you remember, we did an episode talking about questions to ask to set yourself up for an intentional summer. And one of the requests that all of them had for a trip, there was one request and it was that we would go to Branson, Missouri and go to Silver Dollar City, which if you've been following for a long time, you know that that is a place that has a lot of nostalgia for all of us. Jesse and I grew up going there pretty much. I mean, I grew up going there almost every single year from the time I was a really young child. And Sometimes then, twice a year. Yes. And then as we got older, 
our church would, a lot of the families in the church would go to Silver Dollar City together at the same time. And so our families um, both went together multiple times. I don't know how many. A I feel lot, like five, at least. Five, five six. And then we went when we were courting and I'm trying to think of when we were engaged, but then early married. And I don't know how many times we've gone since we got married, but Mm -hmm. multiple times. And so our our older kids went when they were younger. And so it's just a place that holds a lot of memories. And so we went and did that. Uh, We left on Monday and drove all the way there. And then um, we're at the park, Silver Dollar City on Tuesday and Wednesday. And then we drove back yesterday. And as always, it was always eventful. Um, (laughs) We got pulled over on the way (laughs) there. No, no, no. Back up. What happened before we even left? Well, there were multiple things that happened before we left. We had a clogged toilet. We had a bird that got in our screened-in porch. We had a um, mishap with the oven. And then there was... Silas was making homemade french fries and chicken. And I don't exactly know what happened. It was, it needed to be cooked on high, a really high temperature. And then pretty soon there was smoke all over the house and the smoke alarms were going off. And then that tripped the security, Security which then calls the fire department. And so um, the fire department did not show up, but they called to check the security system called to check to see if we actually had a fire going on at our house. Um, so that was all just in the morning before we got out the door. Um, but then on the way there, we thought we were having a very uneventful drive. Yeah, it was, it was great. And you had just been like, do you want to drive, honey? There's no traffic on the road. Why don't, you, why don't you drive? And I'm so, so glad. I was pretty tired at this point. And I was thinking, can I, you know, open my eyes enough to be able to drive safely? And um, we just hadn't had a place to pull over to switch And then all of a sudden we see red flashing lights behind us and we learned something new. And that is in many states, but especially in the state of Missouri, if you are driving in the left lane, even if there is no traffic, no traffic whatsoever, anywhere, um, you will get, or you could get pulled over and you could get fined because the left lane is for passing only. Even if there are no cars to pass, it is for passing only. So uh, I shared this. I, I on, have a theory about that one. I shared this on Instagram. I'm the Money Saving Mom on Instagram. I'd love for you to join me there if you aren't already following. But I shared and got a lot of responses. Um, but we also learned that it is a law in Tennessee. But it appears that the law in Tennessee, I need to read up more on it, uh, is if you are hindering traffic. So if you're holding up traffic, that's they can the, that's the spirit of the law. Yes. They can pull you over. But apparently in Missouri, you don't need to be holding up any traffic. You can just be driving in the left lane and mm-hmm. they can pull you over. But he just he was very kind. He, he was. just gave us a warning. And I honestly think this is the second time we've been pulled over in Missouri. The last time was three years ago, I think. Yeah, right after that was on our way back home from Thanksgiving. And it was in Missouri and it was late at night. And I think something to do with our vehicle. It, it's because of out-of-state tags. And maybe the they could see a lot of people in the car or something. And so it feels like they're just trying. Because that one, I don't remember what it was he said, but it was also something I was, that was like. My, I, I was speeding up or slowing down. Yes. This, your, the, uh, the speed, my speed was varying. 
And so he pulled us over. And I think it was more so just to check out what was there's, there's, going there's on. There's a term of art for the, it's called a pretextual stop. Yeah. But the funny thing was, is that just finding a reason to pull somebody over. This time he ran your tags and it came back as a different vehicle. So we don't know what's yeah, why. That, now that freaked me out. And so I was like, what tags on my vehicle? Because you can easily take a tag off. It's not hard to do. Did somebody swap my tag? I mean, I'd never well, thought of that happening, but. And just my, a few days before we had this massive nail. Was it a nail would, would yeah. I, in our tire? It, to me, when I first saw it, it looked like a railroad spike, but it wasn't quite that big. It was spiked out, though. Yeah. It was good. An entire... Two and, in, two and a half inches. Like, it was huge. Yeah. If you had pulled it out, it would have been like oh, the whole tire. <laughs> yes. It wasn't yeah. like a little... It was huge. Yeah. Uh, very dangerous sort of situation, which we don't even know. And I have no clue how I got there. And we don't know whether I was driving when you were on the fishing trip and that was in there. Like, we just happened to see it. But anyway, so we're like, did someone hammer a nail into our tire and swap Yeah, because it was on the, the sidewall, which means that they can't fix it. Yes. So we had to get a new tire, but I'm like, in the middle of the night, does someone come trade out our tags and hammer a nail into our tire? I have no idea. You think they would have done, I mean, I'm like, of all the things people could have done, you think they would have, I don't know, come up with something but, uh, more. I, I doubt, I doubt it sure. was. But, I'm sure but it no, was But no, but actually I had never really thought about that, about the tag situation, because that that could cause an issue and it could be really easy to do. I mean, if some kid wants to be mischievous, you know, just switch some tags. Well, in the middle of the night. and we were just very grateful that for some reason he wasn't like, y'all are going to have to come with me to the police station. Cause this is a yeah. stolen vehicle or something. Well, I mean, yeah, and I had just done my registration. And then we got in to our, we stayed, we usually stay at hotels, but we had, found this really great deal on a larger place. It wasn't an Airbnb. It was more like a condo. We found it on hotels.com, much cheaper than a hotel. And we thought, you know what? We're just going to go for it. Oh, nice. And so we did. It ended up being a great situation. It was, I mean, yeah, it wasn't as nice as a hotel, but it worked out great. Lots of space. We were really happy. We had a washer and dryer and a full kitchen and all that. But we, since we don't have experience with, we usually just stay in hotels. So you just assume, oh, you pull up and there's going to be the desk and they're going to let you in. And we pull up and all of a sudden we realize, oh, this is not a place that there's a person at a desk. <laughs> and so we went and looked and, and it, it's, it's almost midnight with, or was yeah. past midnight <clears throat> and we're exhausted. We were just exhausted and we've been driving for a long, long time. And we look on their email and then it said, oh, you're supposed to have a special code that they had emailed you. And of course, we're then in this weird place in Missouri where it's hilly and the reception is very, very bad. And so I looked through all my emails. You, we, we couldn't find it. We had not gotten this email. We found out later. So you we're like, okay, great. Can we find a number? So finally you found a number and you talked to an actual person, but then they couldn't hear you because the reception yeah. was so bad. And so they ended up hanging up on you and kept, just kept saying, can't hear you, can't hear you. I was like, oh, great. We are going to be stuck out. Like 
But it's right there. Like the door is right there and we cannot get inside. It's like the door and there are beds inside of there. And uh, so finally then we called again and somebody picked up and they actually could hear us. And then we had the hardest time because they needed the code, but we didn't... The we needed to be able to access another email to be able to give them the confirmation code and we could not get our internet to work. <laughs> and finally, they just asked us multiple questions and, and went on, yes, and on good faith basically and gave us the code. And it was funny because then as soon as we got inside, I think they must have triggered to send me the information because then that email came through and it was like, yeah. here's your code, so how to get in. what you didn't hear on part of the conversation is she didn't have the code. She couldn't find the code. And she's so she's going through. She said, okay, yeah, I see your reservation. And it says that there's supposed to be a code. Did you get the email? I'm like, no, we didn't get an email. And she said, I don't have the code either. And then so she's looking through all their stuff. And then finally she said, oh, here's the code. So we were able to get in. It was, it probably took us a good, I don't know, another additional 25 minutes that we were just sitting outside. And by this time, all three children had woken up and Mm -hmm. were very woken up and were very fussy. And we were all so tired. And then we get inside and we bring in all of our stuff. And by this time, all three kids are just wide awake and then they would not go back to sleep. And so you and I were so tired and it was like one thirty, one forty-five before they finally went back to sleep. So it all worked out though. We slept in. And it was so nice with having the, the larger rooms than if it was a hotel room. Yes. We had, th- it was three bedrooms, two mm-hmm. bathrooms, a living room, a kitchen area and like a dining area, a kitchen and a laundry room. And it was, I could not believe you know, the quality maybe was a little bit less than a hotel, but it was so nice to have all that space yeah. for all of us and to have the kitchen and the washer and dryer and the full fridge and all of that. Um, but then we just had the best time at Silver Dollar City. We ended up, we went later in the morning because right now they're staying open later. And so we slept in both mornings, didn't get to the park until a little bit later. It was 101, high of 101 both days. Mm -hmm. And we were expecting it was middle of summer, which is their peak season. We chose to go though on Tuesday and Wednesday because we thought that they wouldn't be quite as busy. Well, because of the heat is what they told us. The park was, it wasn't dead, but it was Comparatively so speaking, compared yeah. to what we're when we've gone at this time in the past, usually it's packed with people, like wall to wall people in certain sections. There were spaces where there was hardly anybody, mm-hmm. and most all of the rides, except for the one newer water ride, there was hardly a line. Yeah. Like some of them, there was no line. It was just walk right on. And so the kids got to just go and go and go and ride and ride and ride. And you and I got to ride and we, it was really fun. Kirsten, it was her first year to really be able to enjoy rides. And yeah, she, was just, fun to see. She, she had, she, she had a blast. Uh, had a lot more fun this time than she did last year when we went. She's she had, a little bit more adventuresome. She'd been terrified last year. And this year, she even went on the little roller coaster. She was wanting to go on things. She wanted to go on the the swings, um, which if you know the ride, the spin around swings and we... Adult swings. The adult spin around swings. She really wanted to go on them. And I just felt like, oh, I think that's... And she was like, we could have justified with her hair kind of up in a bun that she was tall enough, but I just felt like... Mm, she's so little and yeah. I just didn't want to freak her out. So um, she, it was so, but it was just fun for her to get to experience that. And also then because they're open late at night, the second day we stayed until the closing time. We were 
I believe the last people to pull so. out of the parking yes. lot. And so we, we rode and rode and I, rode. Yeah. It was, it was so much fun. And there were just hardly anybody that there was hardly anybody that were, was riding the rides. So it just, we got to just go around and ride so many rides and it was just really special memories. And in spite of the heat, we, we had a great time and it wasn't that bad. You just, you just got creative. We had fans and we made sure to hydrate a lot mm-hmm. and then just go inside where there was air conditioning um, frequently and spray water with fans and go under the little water misters and we just made it work. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Would you maybe go for a run or take a nap or read a book or get together with a friend? Well, I know that a lot of people I talk to wish that they had time to better their spiritual, emotional, physical health. And one way that you can do that is through therapy. I am a huge fan of therapy because in our home, it has been something that has made a major, major difference in the way that we approach life and the way that we think and the way that we raise our kids in helping our kids and ourselves to have better emotional language around how we're feeling and not let our feelings just come out sideways as anger. If you're thinking of starting therapy, I would recommend giving BetterHelp a try because it's entirely online. You don't have to leave your home. And get this, you don't have to go out searching for a therapist. Not only is it convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule because it's online, but you go to BetterHelp and fill out a questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist. And also, if that isn't a good fit, you can switch therapist at any time for no additional charge. It's time to make time for something that is going to feed your soul and help you to become stronger and healthier as a person, not only emotionally and spiritually and mentally, but also I think there's going to be a trickle down effect physically too. Visit betterhelp.com slash crystal pain today, and you're going to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash crystal pain. Are you ready to turn your home into a sanctuary of productivity and inspiration? Look no further than Home Threads, where functionality meets stylish organization. At HomeThreads.com, you'll discover furniture designed for the ambitious go-getter. From efficient workstations to chic storage solutions, they've got everything you need to make your home a hub of success. I got to order from Home Threads, and I think of them pretty much every single day because I have this beautiful tree that I ordered from them and this stand in my office and it just adds the perfect touch and I love it so much. If you'd like to order from Home Threads, head over to homethreads.com forward slash crystal and get a code for 15% off your order because where your home supports your dreams, anything is possible. That's homethreads.com forward slash crystal to get 15% off. Home Threads, love where you live. Armoire makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five-minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic, personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new-to-you styles. 
I got to try out Armoire and I was so impressed. I've tried a few other clothing rental services in the past few years and this one by far has been my favorite. Not only did I love taking the style quiz because it was really enlightening and insightful to me to figure out what my style is and it kind of helped me to refine some things that I didn't realize before. I'm more of a classic style, by the way. But also, I was super impressed within what they curated for me to pick from for my case that they would send to me. And I have to tell you, so I got the armoire case in the mail, which is just a fancy way of saying the bag of clothes that they sent to me. And I have loved every single one. In fact, I'm wearing one pair of jeans that they sent me yesterday. I wore jeans and a sweater that they sent to me. And I have just been so surprised how they nailed my style, nailed my size, and have sent me clothes that I have loved. So they have so many different clothes to choose from, so many different styles and sizes. And I love that they're all very high quality. If you would like to try out Armoire. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit Armoire Style forward slash crystal. That's Armoire Style, A R M O I R E dot style slash crystal to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry what to wear again. Try Armoire today. On the trip, we started listening to Jesse and I, The Fountains of Silence. Uh, two episodes ago, I talked about Salt to the Sea by Ruta Sepetus, and this is another book of hers. And we're listening to the audiobook, the last one I read, and it is narrated by multiple voices, which makes it really interesting. We, Jesse, we only ended up getting about two hours in, but mm-hmm. it's a very good book, and yeah, I'm excited yeah. to um, continue to listen to it. And also, I talked about 21 days of no sugar and something that I got a little hooked on during that time that I've continued to stay hooked on is Zevia. And I never really had liked Zevia before, but I guess when you don't have sugar, any refined sugar for 21 days, your taste buds really change and then it tastes really good to you. And there happened to be on prime days, this crazy deal on Zevia. It was, it was 50% off a already good price. And so I ordered that and was like, this stuff is so good. And so on our trip, we ended up also getting, we found out that we love the black cherry and the, what is it? Creamy root. Creamy root. Creamy root. I'm like, I don't know how they make this when it has zero calories and what the ingredients are, how it tastes so good. Mm -hmm. It's sweetened with stevia, which I don't usually like, but we have just really gotten... Your taste buds have changed. My taste buds have changed, I think, because I'm like, this is so good. But anyway, so I feel like that's saving my life a little bit because especially on our trip, it was just really nice to have this yummy drink. And um, we kept it in a cooler because in Silver Dollar City, you can bring in your own cooler. And so we had a little cooler that we had in the stroller and put ice in it. And we would have these ice cold drinks and um, much cheaper than had we bought the drinks <laughs> that they had there and tasted really good. All right, so three unexpected life changes. So for Christmas, we've talked about this. You gave me the 
okay, what is that blood test called? Now I'm trying to inside tracker. inside tracker blood test. I think we talked about it here on the podcast that it was a little funny that that you gave me a blood test for Christmas and I was super <laughs> excited about it. But one of the things that I, one of the results that surprised me was that my cortisol was very high, like very high. And so I don't feel like I'm stressed, but there were some other things that my body had that had been happening that just made me think, I bet that that's actually related to my cortisol being really high. And so I wanted to make that a priority to work on lowering that and just overall just make my health more of a priority because I feel like that that is something that, you know, when life is full, it's easy to just kind of set your health on the back burner and life has been pretty full the last few years. And so I started thinking about what are some simple things that I could do over summer to set some goals that would be focusing on my health, but that would be realistic, doable, but also motivational. And so I came up with this idea of doing a like alliteration. And so I said, sun, steps, and sleep, that I would set goals for each of those areas. But instead of setting a number goal for each day, I decided to set a number goal for the summer. And so I set a goal to get 300 hours outside. That's the sun goal. And for sleep, 700 hours of sleep. And then for steps to get a million steps. So over the course of the summer, so I just decided it would be June 1st to August 31st, right? August, does August have 31 days? I always get mixed up. So June 1st to August 31st, So the three-month period that I would have 300 hours outside and then 700 hours of sleep and a million steps. And I wanted to have a way to track this. And I looked online to try to find some kind of tracker that I could fill in. If you're familiar with the thousand hours outside, um, that is a website and there's an Instagram account. And actually the, the person who created that, she's going to be coming on the podcast um, soon. She has a book coming out, which I was really excited about. I can't wait to talk to her, but there they have trackers for the thousand hours for outside. But I was like, well, I want 300 hours just for the summer. And I also need something that's going to track 700 and a million. Like how do I track mm-hmm. that? So we looked online and found this app called the strides app. Unfortunately, it is only for iPhones. Yeah, it was like it was going to say for Apple, but I think you say for iPhones. I'm not techie, uh, so it's not Android. Okay. There, I, didn't know that. I think there are some similar ones, but there is Strides is only iPhone. But the great thing about it is that we were able to set it up. We actually bought the paid version. It was quite inexpensive, but um, and so I was able to set it up so that I can track all of the cumulative hours. So every day I can go in and input how many steps I got how much time I spent outside and how much sleep I got. And I'm wearing my Fitbit to track my steps, although it's not 100% accurate, but it's fairly accurate. Um, And then I just manually know, okay, I went to bed at this time. I didn't wake up or I did wake up. And so I'm going to subtract for a time that I was awake in the night. And then I woke up at this time. And then uh, same thing with sun. The thousand hours outside app actually has where you can track So it has a stopwatch on it and it'll keep track. So if you just wanted to do something like outside time, that's a great app for that. But it doesn't have a real great way to be able to track a bunch of other things as well. 
so the strides app has been great. It also, you can see how you're doing and then you can see how much you need to, like how many hours you need to do per day in order to stay on track of when you want to finish your goal. And so I love that because you can see, are you in the red or are you in the green? And then what is your average? And then how much do you need to average through August 31st in order to hit your goal? So I'm, I'm a little bit behind on my steps, but I'm actually ahead on my outside time. Uh, Silver Dollar City really helped with that because we were outside for about nine hours both days. So that really helped with that. And then sleep, I'm almost on track for that. And um, so I'm just really, really encouraged by this because I did not expect that I would, as I'm talking about sleep, Jesse keeps yawning, (laughs) keeps yawning. Maybe maybe you need to download this app. Um, No, I haven't. I'm really encouraged by it. But a couple things that I was going to say, because I said three unexpected life changes. Um, So if you have known me for a long time, you would possibly know that I'm someone who doesn't go outside much. Like I've just never been a person who's like, oh, I'm going to go sit in the sun. Oh, I'm going to go work outside. Oh, the thought of heat and sweating really appeals to me. My mom loves being outside in the heat. You're, you're being sarcastic, been like that. right? What? What do you mean? About it appealing to you? Oh, what, what, well, what are you saying? Why? You said that it really appeals to me. That's You're being sarcastic, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm saying I'm I'm not the kind of person that would say that. Um, but my mom, she's the kind like, oh, it's, and I would say our girls are kind of like, oh, it's hot outside. Let's go lay out in the sun. I have never been that kind of person. I've been like, oh, it's hot outside. I'm going to stay indoors. Mm-hmm. And so this, I thought that the goal of 300 hours outside was going to be really challenging for me. And it's interesting because, okay, so maybe some people will say that this is not you're yawning again. Some people, some people would say that this is not accurate because I'm allowing myself to sit on the screen and porch. As long as I am outdoors, I'm counting it as outside time. So it's not necessarily direct sunlight for, because I don't necessarily think that that would be a good thing to get direct sunlight for hours and hours, but you're getting indirect sunlight. You're getting the fresh air, you're you're outdoors. And um, so just by being intentional about in the mornings, instead of me sitting inside to read my Bible, mm-hmm. work on my computer, do my morning task that usually I would be doing in a sitting manner, I'm just taking that out to the screen and porch. If there's opportunities for me to sit outside and watch the kids play, I'm going to go sit outside or I'm going to go out there and I'm going to play with them. they love it out there. Yeah. So we recently got our backyard fenced in and they love the screen and porch. And so I just find myself making these little tweaks that are really adding up. And honestly, I am kind of embarrassed to confess this, but in the heat of summer, the last few summers, I will have some days where I haven't gone outside at all. Mm -hmm. Like, and if I don't go anywhere, I would have sometimes where I would stay home for a few days in a row and I never once even stepped foot outside. And that's so crazy to me because now it's like, I'm out there weeding the garden and I'm out there, you know, just looking for things to do outside. Oh, I'm going to clean out the car because I want to be outside. Or, oh, I'm going to go work in the garage. And it's just funny how just setting that goal has really challenged me to get creative and find all sorts of ways to be outside. And I also noticed that then when we were at Silver Dollar City, so it's super hot and yet it didn't affect me. Mm -mm. And I thought I've kind of built up this 
where I like being outside. And, and so that was just really encouraging to me. And also to realize with the steps, my steps goal, I am just finding creative ways to add in more steps and, and it's motivating you to go outside and take a walk. Mm -hmm. And I used to always walk on the treadmill. And so now I'm looking for, okay, can I take a child or two or three out on a walk and let's go out. So then we're going to get steps in and we're going to get outside time. And it's so good for your soul too. Like it's not really healthy for your body to be getting that vitamin D. And I think to start your day with sunlight and fresh air, that's been so good for me. But then also to just be challenging myself to just have more movement. And I'm finding, for instance, when we were at Silver Dollar City and we got, I think, 18,000 steps both days, somewhere around there. And it didn't feel exhausting Mm -hmm. at all. And just to go out now on a two and a half mile walk, which we do a lot, doesn't feel exhausting at all to go walk to someplace close that we can, you know, like an ice cream shop or something. It doesn't feel far at all. And so that was just really cool to see how that's changed. And the other thing I'll say with sleep, I've noticed one, I'm feeling so much more rested, but two, I've realized that my body does not need more than seven and a half to eight hours of sleep. And so I actually have been trying to get more sleep and I wake up because I'm rested. And I do think that some of that is sunlight, fresh air, and going to bed at an earlier time. I've definitely been way more consistent about going to bed at an Mm -hmm. earlier time. And then also I think getting more movement, all of that is contributing to me just feeling better overall and just making healthier choices. And I'm just noticing that it's, affecting all areas of my life. I have more energy. I'm just more, I feel like my skin is better. That also, I talked about that with my, um, with not eating sugar, but it just, I just feel more vibrant and youthful. Mm -hmm. And I think that all of this together, just, it was just encouraging to me to see two months of making these a priority, sun, steps, and sleep, and how now these things have really become habits for me. Like I just get up in the morning and immediately go outside. There was one time last week that I didn't go straight outdoors and I just felt off all morning. I was like, no, that's the first thing that I do. I just get up and I go read my Bible out on the screen and porch. And and I think it's also great for our kids because it's encouraging um, our three younger ones to be outside more, which is also great and healthy for them as well. And they've just been playing outside so much more because I'm outside so much more. So my encouragement to you, just think about, you know, what are those areas of your life that maybe you want to make some small tweaks and what could you do to make it easier So for me, you know, just saying, okay, I'm going to get up and go sit on the screen and porch. And without even putting forth much effort at all, I'm getting an hour and a half or two hours outdoors first thing in the morning. Um, Or just for me saying, we're going to take an evening walk most evenings. And then I'm getting more time outdoors and I'm getting those steps in and just saying, I'm going to go to bed a little bit earlier. And so what are some just simple tweaks that maybe can make such an impact in your life, but that you can do without it feeling like you're overhauling your whole life and then also setting up some accountability. So maybe it's the strides app. Maybe it's downloading the thousand hours outside app. Maybe it's printing off some sort of habit tracker 
or telling someone and asking them to keep you accountable or multiple things together, you know, whatever it works for you to help you be accountable, but setting that up. So making it doable, making it realistic, making it that you can measure it. Because for me, having that 300, 700, a million has been so helpful. And then breaking it down into those bite-sized daily pieces and then tracking it. So I just challenge you and I'd love to hear from you. What are the goals that you're going to set for the fall? What are the numbers that you've set? And make it realistic, but also make it something that's going to motivate you to change a little bit, but not to feel like you're falling short or not following through because the goal is a healthier lifestyle or for me, or for you, maybe it's more organization or maybe it's uh, better habits or whatever it is. Focus on what your why is and not so much about doing it perfectly, but that you're moving and inching more and more toward that why. And then see what happens. You never know. For me, I think these are going to be lifelong changes that it's not just going to be something that's going to happen over the summer. I think it's probably something that's going to impact me for years and years to come. Thank you for joining us today. For more great resources, please visit crystalpain.com. 